Hey presto, Gavin here. Welcome to episode 126 of the Business Mastermind podcast. In last week's Hey Presto, I talked about the importance now as a business for you to improve, increase your adaptability. I talked about that adaptability was a combination of being flexible in your approach, but open to new ideas. And I went through four different things that you could do to improve your adaptability as an organization. The, your mental state, the, the, the attitude and state, we will find a way. I'm good at solving problems. We will find a way to do that. Humans are naturally adaptable. If you go into it with an attitude that we, there is a solution and we'll find it, you're more likely to be more adaptable as an organization. Second step was need. So where's the data to look for the changing needs of the customers and what's a need that you can meet? The third one was run pl- is plan to run several scenarios. Um, you know, you plan A, you plan B, you plan C, you plan D, etc. And the fourth was having flexibility in your cost structure, flexibility in your workforce, so that you can flex that capacity to meet demand. I want to pick up on uh, this concept of adaptability and go a little bit deeper in this session today. So I wanted to sort of bring some other themes to the fore now. So the first thing about needing to get adaptability, as McKinsey's would say, you need for data for dashboards. We spoke about data last time about where's the customer needs, but you also need real-time data as to how your business is performing, where are you making the margins, where's the demand, etc that in a state of uh, you know the, the, the economy and the, the working environment marketplace we find ourselves in, where there is so much uncertainty, you know, a, a recent article by, by McKinsey is saying that actually forecasting becomes almost impossible, you know, irrelevant. What you need to though have is dashboards rather than forecasts. Dashboards to give you the data very, very quickly about what's working, what's not working, so you can change your approach. So that's dashboards over forecasts. Let's get the real-time data so we can notice where we need to change, where we need to change direction. I think it's an iterative pro, uh, process. You know, we've all heard the phrase, you know, fail forward or fail fast. We've got to be testing things. We've got to be testing things in the marketplace now, right now and seeing what works. I also think we need to be really good at leading change. We need, as an organization, to develop a high capability to handle change. Or as Bain, um, Bain Consulting talk about, Bain and Company say that they call it change power. Bain report that top performers in change power, your ability to handle and cope with change, have two times uh, greater earnings before interest and tax, two times total shareholder return, and between one and a half times and three times revenue growth. So Bain look into nine areas in which you need to develop if you're going to improve your change power. The first one is purpose, direct, the first three, purpose, direction, and connection. Then Bain go on to say the next three are you accelerate change by building team capacity, choreography, and scaling. And then you organize for change with development, action, and flexibility. So I'll go through each of those, but kind of summarize again in, in my own words. So you'll lead change through purpose, direction, connection. We know it was very popularized by Sam and Cynic, Start With Why book. I've spent, talked about it on a previous podcast about the importance of having a North Star in your business. What do you stand for? What, what are you up to in the world? What's the difference that you make? to your customers and to your customers' customers. So this is massively important. I think the businesses now, when they have got so much change around them, the constant needs to be the ultimate purpose of that business. What is the North Star for that business? 
So having that constancy of purpose, reminding everybody in your organization what you're up to in the world, what is the purpose of your business, I think it's more important now than it ever has been. So it's not something that was a management fad a few years ago that was popularized by Start With Why. It's actually something that now can provide clarity of direction going forward. That's massively important. I think the next key thing around is our ability to build capacity. So if number one is direction, the second is our ability to build and flex our capacity depending on the needs of the marketplace. In in the word choreography, um, Bain talk about that we used to do plan and then execute, but now it's got to be more iterative. We've got to start executing, see what's working, see what's not working, and then change our approach. So it is quick test it. You know, fail fast, keep iterating, I think is the is the, the hallmark here. And as I said last week, you're going to see more businesses moving from a fixed cost base to a variable cost base. They're going to be staffing up in terms of employed retained headcount to meet their troughs in demand. And the peaks in demand will be met through freelancers, through the gig economy, um, through subcontractors. And I think that's what you're going to see more about businesses being able to flex and uh, grow. You know, as the demand during lock time for Amazon spiked, um, you know, they very quickly retained, brought on board, recruited another 100,000 people to work in distribu- to work in, in their distribution centres and to work in terms of driving the vans. So there's an example of businesses that are having to and can flex that capacity and they built the mechanisms to flex that capacity. The final thing is that I think the final area really that Bain talk about is creating a change orientated culture. We need to develop our leaders in the business who have the skill to lead change, who can engage with the teams, who can engage with the employees, and not only can they manage change, but they can manage the emotions and the emotional responses of the team members as we go through change. <laughs> that often used phrase that the only constant is change. Well, even more than ever in a, in a marketplace, in a world of increased uncertainty, being comfortable in changing times isn't enough. You need an organisation that positively thrives off change. And a key part of that, you know, as Bain say, it's not organisations that change, it's people that change, and it's people that will change those organisations. So if you create a team of people that embrace trying new things that embrace a change that that understand the emotional journey that they'll go through in response to change and they've got leaders that are encouraging them to try to experiment to, to monitor the data to see what's working and what's not working you're going to thrive through this period rather than find yourself just in the survival mode Depending on the size of your organization and depending on sort of management training and education that your your senior team have been through, they may have had some exposure to the change management. They may be aware of the work of Dr. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. I've talked about it previously on a previous podcast around the change curve. Um, all of this um, is absolutely front and center right now about managing people's managing people's emotions as they come back to work and as we re-engage and how we're trying to do things um, differently in order to be able to adapt to changing market circumstances. The businesses that won't perform so well through this period are those that bring think they're bringing back their teams to run their business in the way that it was run before COVID, before lockdown. So in summary, Bain say that the way you can increase your change power is through lead through purpose, direction, connections. Accelerate change by building capacity, choreography, and scaling. 
and then organize for change with development, action, and flexibility. And for me, I've simplified that. I summarized that by saying direction, you know, what's your North Star? Your whole company needs to be aligned to that. You need that as a constant through a period of so much change. Second is have the ability to flex your capacity depending on changing needs and enabling you to test things. And then thirdly, develop a change-orientated culture and upskill leaders, team leaders in change management, in the emotional responses to change, so that you're able to help people get used to a working environment where change is not only a constant, but it's actually, it, it can be a point of differentiation. Our capacity to change and innovate and test could be a real differentiator in the marketplace. You know, in any story of human evolution or history or business evolution, it's been those that have been able to adapt to be able, that have survived quite quite literally. And remember that opening point from McKinsey's around dashboards over forecasts. These thoughts and principles around adaptability, you need to have front and centre in your thinking and your planning uh, right at the moment in your business. This is the kind of thing that's going to differentiate you and being able to help you thrive through current times. Hey, I'm super excited. Uh, next week is launch week. Next week is launch re- week for the book, Survive and Thrive, How to Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business. We're doing a special series of podcasts Monday through Friday next week. There'll be one podcast a day and I shall be sharing and celebrating the journey of the launch of the book, Survive and Thrive, How to Succeed, sorry, How to uh, Secure, Scale and Succeed in Business with some of the people that have been mentors of mine, past and present, in order to... They're joining me on the podcast and we're picking up some really fascinating points of discussion over the course of next week with people like Daniel Priestley, James Lavers, Paul Avins. You're going to love it. You're going to love the lineup next week. And so listen out Monday through Friday with a special podcast that we released every single day next week as we celebrate the launch day, which will be the 30th of July, of Survive and Thrive, How to Secure scale and succeed in business so join me on those episodes and um, if you want to make sure you don't miss out on any of the information about the launch and you want to leave your details so I can let you know when uh, everything's ready go and go across to www.surviveandthrive.cc that's surviveandthrive.cc be good to yourself and those around you be grateful for what you already experience Be great at what you do and make sure that this week you're that bit better than last. And remember, you've got this. You are good enough. Now, go make it happen.